you for joining me on today's episode of Beyond the Hashtag. Good to be here. Ian McKee from Good Energy. That's right. I'm super, super excited because I'm a big fan of Good Energy and what you guys are doing. So Naturally Social, purpose-driven, B Corp certified, Mm -hmm. social media specialists. And so um, knowing that, well, recognising and realising that Good Energy were on our doorstep, I've been like, we must have them on the podcast. Yep. Over the road in Chippenham. <laughs> tell us not about, quite on the road. Yeah, not quite on the road. <laughs> close enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us about your role. What it is that you do and how long you've been there. So I head up the communications team. Um, so my role spans across internal comms, external comms, social, doing all the kind of media relations, corporate as well. We're a publicly listed business. Wow, well, yeah. So we have to communicate to the market and to investors as well. Um, so yeah, uh, a foot in quite a few different... Uh, channels and audiences that must keep you very busy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how big's your team uh n- not big <laughs> so i've got well one member of my team who is on some at the moment but um okay. two others as well yeah wow that's it yeah but we work kind of you know we work very closely with marketing and uh we have an investor relations team as well cool. another small team but um, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of it's quite a flat organisation generally, I would say. Nice. Um, yeah. There's so much, so many things I want to to talk to you about and to ask you. So if my brain kind of goes here in all these directions, you'll have to forgive me. That's quite right. Um, but let's start with like primarily the function of social media specifically in your strategy. Sure. The comms. Like, have you seen it shift in terms of its importance? Do you try, like where does it fit within everything? So, Good Energy, as you sort of alluded to, is a purpose-led brand. We were the UK's first 100% renewable energy supplier. Um, we are increasingly going into energy services, fitting in like heat pumps and yeah. solar panels on people's homes, and helping them just go green in every possible way. A journalist called us a green lifestyle brand recently. Which oh, I was really? Quite, quite pleased with actually. Nice, yeah. Um, so social, you know, we've always been had that purpose of like helping people combat climate change in their everyday lives. Yeah. Um, and so, and we're also, an, you know, we're a challenger brand in terms of the energy supply market. We're an absolute winner mm-hmm. compared to the, um, well, they used to be a big six. It's kind of changed these days. But um, so being a challenger brand, social, I think, plays a really important role because it is the place where we can be outspoken, where we can show our audience the stuff that we really believe in yeah um you know it, it's it's where we can engage and connect with people on that purpose mm-hmm. um i think yeah for any kind of purpose-led brand social becomes like super important yeah uh, and we've got stuff to talk about as well which is you know yeah my previous career before good energy i would you know i have worked on brands where that's the the challenge is finding interesting what stuff to talk, talk about. about what can we talk about that's actually engaging for people yeah. we don't have that problem there's like you know infinite a huge amount of stuff yeah you could talk about in your you know arena of energy and climate and renewables yeah and you know electric vehicles and heat pumps and yeah heat pumps is a difficult one it's, it's quite hard to make heat pumps interesting but. yeah I'd say like <laughs> how do you make heat pumps sexy <laughs> yeah we're having that challenge at the minute but we'll find a way yeah um so yeah it's a way to differentiate us and i think you know as much as we are a minnow actually our social footprint is is you know the same or bigger than some of the big energy companies i think because of that reason and isn't that a great thing about social media right is that it gives anybody no matter what size you are the opportunity to have as big as a voice yeah 
Massively. Yeah. yeah. And we really, yeah, we definitely, uh, yeah, punch above our weight in terms of like share of voice, I think. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, so what, in terms of social itself and like the community management piece, what is your strategy around that? I'm diving in there with like a really big question, like straight away, because mm, yeah. there must be, and I can, well, I can see and have seen, there's a lot of challenging mm. uh, engagement yeah. on your feeds. Yeah. And you could either go one of two ways, right? You could put all your time and effort into constantly answering these people yeah. or, you know, not so, or, or pick your battles. Like, what do yeah. you do? Uh, pick your battles is probably the best description, yeah. I think. Um, it is, you're never going to answer everyone. Um, there are people who are just trolls. They're not, they're lo not looking to engage positively and you're not going to convince them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think occasionally we'll cherry pick a conversation where actually there's, there's a conversation to be had here. Nice, yeah. Um, and you, you know, it can be as much about actually showing the other people who are following the post or whatever it is, yeah. um, that we actually can answer these questions as it is trying to deal with that individual um, but it's a big challenge, yeah, particularly in, um, you know, I, I mentioned heat pumps, solar. Heat, heat pumps seem to be, even they though do. they're not sexy, they seem to attract a lot of ire. I don't yeah. understand why everybody really hates them so much. Yeah, they really do. Um, but apparently they do. Uh, so, yeah, just trying to tra stay on top of that. Um, but otherwise, you know, it, it's just resource. Like, you know, we've got a couple of team members who are going through and filtering yeah. on a daily basis. Um, you know, answering what we can yeah. um, and just moderating, you know, other bits and pieces. Picking and frankly, you know, there's reporting that has to go on as well because there's misinformation yeah. and there's abuse and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, yeah, we've gone quite quickly to the negative side, but that, but that is a real it, That is a real yeah. thing. It is a massive challenge. Like, it's, as much as it has its pros and works so well for a challenger brand, like you say, mm. and for the space that you're in, you know, it does bring challenges yeah and yeah. that's really unfortunate but i think that's just the state of affairs of social media today and everyone having that ability to have that voice yeah um do you find much um kind of not challenge but do you find many people accusing you of greenwashing at all um with social content uh we don't shy away from accusing others from green of then, greenwashing. Yeah, good yeah <laughs> Um, we've been quite renowned for that in the last few yeah. years um, because we are, you know, we genuinely are, I think, the only genuinely renewable electricity supplier in the UK. We're yeah. the only supplier who will back everything that you as an energy customer buys from us with power that we've sourced directly from renewable generators across the UK. We haven't just slapped the label on it and called it renewable. Yes. And um, we do call other suppliers out. Um, so we've got a bit of a... Uh, a rep for doing that and I'll you know our kind of followers I think appreciate that that we're frank cool. yeah um yeah I mean similarly though there's a lot of mis misinformation the same kind of trolls and people will say you know, the same things you, you can't possibly supply renewable yeah electricity and wind farms kill birds and yeah all the rest of um the kind of misinformation that that goes with it um but I think you know that is on the whole a minority yeah and good you've got to keep sight of yeah the fact that you know, the vast majority fully supportive of, yeah. of the kind of thing that Good Energy is trying to do. Good. Um, and I'm really pleased that um, as a brand and as a company, you stand by those values mm. and have the confidence to call others out 
because yeah. I think that's really important, isn't it? Other, you know, there are so many people who could say like, we're going to just sit in this space and just hope that people believe what we do and not challenge anything around us. Yeah. But when we're working in like this purpose-led space, you have to have the courage to be like, actually, mm. we're fully standing by our values and we will call BS when we see it. Yeah, I mean, what are we there for otherwise? Because yeah. we're not, we're not going to be British Gas. We're not going to take on 10 million customers tomorrow. So we have to have a reason to exist. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and we have commercial goals, of course. We are a business. Um, but equally, we have a purpose and we have to stand for that. And if yeah. we're not kind of showing others how it can be done, yeah, then it's not a lot of point. Definitely. I think. <laughs> Definitely. What um what channels work well for you guys? Because I know that um, Instagram, you've had to kind of drop back from using a little bit. Um, yeah. Have you, is that just resources or do you find that you get much more um, engagement uplift from other areas? Um, it's changed over time. So I guess historically Twitter's probably been the best platform for us. Yeah. We have the biggest audience where we've often got the most engagement. Um, I think probably because that historically has been where a lot of kind of our customers have been that's maybe the right kind of age profile yeah um, and also you know people who are kind of more on the activist side care about climate change um, or are experts or you know media and journalists exactly. or campaigners and all that sort of stuff um, Instagram is a younger audience but you know we, I think we have had success there before with odd bits and pieces we did um, a couple of years ago when uh, Greta was in Bristol yeah um, we basically told the whole company that they could go and strike because how often is it that Greta Thunberg comes nice. to like, you know, your local, local area. area yeah. um, and we got loads of video content and stuff out of that, which did especially well on Instagram um, and brought the trolls out as well. Yeah, presently. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it kind of depends. Um, I mean, our fastest growing channel, probably where we get the most engagement is actually LinkedIn these days. Cool. Um, yeah, because... I think I think a lot of people are seeing quite a lot of growth on LinkedIn on the on your company same, pages, company yeah, pages. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Just generally, I think it you know doesn't have quite the same constraints as you know Facebook, yeah, um, especially in the Meta platforms. Um, and uh, we've had a real uh, one of the kind of challenges, you know, a year eighteen months ago for us was actually in kind of uh, resource and hiring of people mm -hmm. basically, um, and. Uh, so we had a bit of a concerted effort on on employer brand. Cool. Um, lots of people stories, lots of good news about what we do as an employer. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're a world class employer apparently, according to best companies. Yeah. Um, so we've got lots of like, you know, and we've got fantastic people. So just sharing those stories and yeah, that's really helped. I think in terms of growing our audience on LinkedIn, but actually also the brand commercial awareness. impact of 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 hiring and sure. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's actually eased, eased that. And I think LinkedIn putting a lot more of effort into improving its features on company mm. pages has yeah. massively helped and it makes brands actually go, oh, I actually okay. want to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can use this now. This is actually worthwhile. Yeah, that does help. Yeah. yeah. And so how do you split your content across all of your channels? So you've mentioned that, you know, um, quite rightly, your Twitter is more of that um, industry talk and mm. media relations and LinkedIn for your recruitment, yep. attraction and retention. Where does Facebook sit in? 
to your strategy? Um, so we, I think we've still got a decent audience on Facebook. The content that tends to do well there is whenever we've got a good news story, basically. So anything that is about uh, record renewables on the grid, yeah, new renewable capacity, um, seems to just kind of fly on on Facebook, yeah, um, even more so than other other channels. Um, strategically, it's also I mean, kind of Meta is is probably where we do most of our uh, acquisition, yeah, activity. Um, so uh, our head of digital, Rowena, uh, has a really kind of solid acquisition strategy across like heat pumps and solar and. Cool. Um, yeah, actually getting customers in the sort of pipeline to go and buy products, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but part of that is is kind of brand content as well. So yeah. uh, things that worked well for us are um, telling stories about our generators. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, we're the only supplier that really buys all of its power from renewable generators who are actual people yeah. in the world. So video content telling some of their stories works really well. Nice. Um, yeah, across most channels, actually, including including Facebook. Yeah. Is it hard to get hold of that sort of stuff? It has historically been, yeah. yeah. We're on a bit of a roll at the minute. But That's good. Yeah, it, it, yeah, had a few false start, starts in, in... Do you have to incentivise it or are you just trying to improve like at that point of acquisition, like how you onboard somebody and like ask them for content? Like how do you... What's your way of generating that sort of stuff? In terms of like getting films of the generators yeah. and stuff? We just ask them. They're, yeah. they're generally, yeah, find a happy, you know, generator because we treat them like customers. Okay. You know, as much as we are buying their power. Exactly. Um, it's a customer relationship. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they find a generator who's really happy to to be selling their power with us, and they're yeah. generally very, you know, they'll be like Bristol Energy Cooperative, for example. They're very purpose led themselves. Yeah. And they want to share their story. They want other people to back them. You know, they're a community yeah. energy scheme, so um, yeah. They're it, more than happy more to than share happy it. To do it yeah. That's good. And do you get any, um, or do you have any plans to try and generate any other content from customers? Mm. So, do you have any sort of like UGC strategies at all? Yeah, we're really trying to amp up um, customer case studies on heat pumps and solar, actually, yep. because of all of the kind of. Um, negativity we want to show real world people who are actually people. living with these technologies yeah. and loving it because they they are out there like all of our customers are super happy yeah yeah, um, yeah. you know and that's the reality of it and I think that's the best possible kind of counter to um, all the negativity that you can kind of see is if people are actually living with this stuff yeah and that's what I was thinking when I was kind of reviewing or when I have seen your content over the months and um, recent weeks is kind of going like that's what something that would really mm. benefit and counteract that negativity actually yeah, totally. is like just the general customer who's happy with what they get mm. um, yeah because you're a troll with 80 pumps you can't how do you come back yeah that? exactly this person is lying yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know and I think a lot of big businesses and small businesses are like struggle to get that mm. don't they because yeah. it's almost like once they've gone past that point of interaction um, it's difficult to try and get hold of content from them almost. So I know that that's a, a battle and that's kind of why I was asking, like, do you need, feel like you need to incentivize it or do you have people on the ground who are in touch with customers regularly to just kind of be like, yeah. you know, give us some stuff? Yeah, no, I don't think we, yeah, we'll look at it as, as we come to it. But yeah, I th- we 
we stay in touch with all of our customers and yeah. have a kind of ongoing relationship with them, you know, have maintenance contracts and things like yeah. that. So we make sure that, um, yeah, the lifetime of their heat pump is, is good. So, yeah, um, it's just getting the content together, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's always difficult. I'm always there, even just for a tiny little business like mine, going like, please give me just a moment. Yeah, okay, so these are Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so in terms of some more practical questions, um, how do you manage the socials? So in terms of like, do you have any service level agreements, out of office hours, rotors, management? Like, how do you manage everything? Um, we don't have an SLA, no, but we do have, we'll put our kind of customer service hours on the channels where relevant. Um, we, and we, I mean, we don't have a huge amount of customer queries via social, to be honest. I mm -hmm. think it's, okay. it's probably, I don't know, three or four a week. Wow, that's I great. I would say it's not huge. Um, they tend to service, you know, via email, phone. Okay. Um, it's there, but, yeah. but yeah. Um, and then, uh, in terms of kind of community management, we've got a couple of members of the team who will spend time every day just filtering through. Yeah. Uh, and making sure anything that is customer service is tagged for the right team so they can cool. jump on. Um, and then content planning, you know, we've got a content calendar that, you know, we'll review on a weekly basis as a team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, tweak anything and then, and then share, uh, my team also have a kind of daily call every morning where we go through kind of news and anything reactive, which we're thinking about in terms of like all audiences and all channels. So is there anything we should be commenting on yeah. publicly? Is there anything that actually we can respond to on social? Is there anything that we can be sharing this, you know, nice. good news? Um, so we can be, yeah, reactive as well. Cause actually yeah. we have to find that's the best form of content. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than things you've been planning for months. Yeah, definitely, and that's that's really good to hear because that, we do something similar, although we do it a couple of weeks at a time. Um, but yeah, we kind of try and plan in that stuff in advance for months, as you mm. say, and then having that opportunity to get like, right. Actually, what's going on this week? Yeah. What could change? Because actually, it's the stuff that's in the moment. Yeah. That's more relevant. That generates that that yeah. engagement. Yeah, definitely. Um, what what systems do you use? What um, what scheduling tools, etc.? Uh, we use Sprout Social. Okay, yeah. Which I find really good. Yeah. Um, super simple, good reporting tools. Yeah. Um, yeah, good kind of workflow approval management and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's quite quite a nifty little kind of finding content tool in there as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's yeah. nice. Success. Do you have to report on your stats and um, performance for social? Does that form? quite is that, is that quite um highly kind of considered in terms of kpis for your for members uh we do report yeah and we set kpis uh, on a kind of annual basis um we don't report huge amounts of data to kind of the executive team and mm. our board like it's very kind of top level they kind of want to know you know is, is it, it growing? Is, is, is it, it growing working? or yeah. is it not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all um, I need to know. Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, um, the reporting tools is about more than sufficient for that. We do yeah. a little bit more detail on a kind of weekly basis with like operational teams and stuff, but nice. Yeah. And do you, are you able to see like that direct correlation between social growth and customer acquisition? Um, Organic and paid and certainly paid. Yeah. I yeah. think like, you know, engagement and reach, on the paid you know filters through to leads to um eventually sales um 
I'm not sure it's quite as correlative on organic necessarily. Um, Especially, you know, in the last kind of couple of years, we've gone through the energy crisis and that's actually, in a weird way, meant that there's loads of stuff to talk about, but we're not necessarily, you know, we haven't been taking on customers as a supplier um, because the market's so volatile. Yeah. Um, Which hopefully is changing soon. It is getting a lot kind of, uh, a lot less volatile recently. Yeah. but it's meant that you know we've got lots to talk about, but I mean it's not necessarily with a commercial goal. It's much more about brand, Definitely. which is you know even more important, I think, yeah. when you're going through a major crisis like that. Yeah, agree. Just being there and having that voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Taking part in that conversation, um, cool. And then what are your what are your biggest challenges? Would you say apart from probably the trolls and the <laughs> negativity, what are your biggest challenges uh, with social? Biggest challenges. I mean, I probably would have said the trolls. Yeah. Um, not that they actually stop us doing anything. I mean, it's, it's you know... They're just like it, eye roll If moments. you're gaining attention, I tend to think that's, you know, you're kind yeah. of winning it, it on some level. Um, I think at the moment, because we are evolving as business, so, you know, moving from kind of a straightforward kind of supply to many more energy services, um, we do, you know, a big part of our business is helping small-scale generators people with solar on their roofs get paid yeah for the power that they produce that's you know we're actually quite big in that space um and doing more in that area as well as the kind of solar heat pump piece so it's actually telling the whole story i think which is more than just social it's 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 a comms challenge just generally it's you know for my, my challenge is explaining that to media to shareholders even internal yeah helping people you know bringing people along on that kind of strategic journey um, but on social, you know, we're kind of joking about how do we make heat pumps sexy? Like genuinely, how do we, yeah. yeah. How, how, <laughs> do, how can we do this? How, how, do we, <laughs> how do we make that fun and engaging? It's not, it's, it doesn't have the same sort of like, um, I don't know, backing that, that uh, you know, everyone loves kind of wind turbines and they're these beautiful yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say it's the visual appeal, isn't the visual it? visual appeal, yeah. We've done creative things with wind turbines in the past, like before, uh, COP26 we projected like the climate stripes onto Delabole wind farm for example we've nice. done these kind of crazy things we've had an orchestra a wind farm um, maybe that's just what we need to do with heat pumps is, yeah is is have an orchestra of, of heat pumps because apparently they're noisy but yes yeah. I know <laughs> <laughs> they're not really no they're really they're really not like yeah. I can contest because our neighbour had, had one put in recently and yeah. like yeah to the Can point where it? we're going like we should get one yeah um but yeah maybe that's the whole joke isn't it like oh they're so noisy and then just have a video yeah just of silence of yeah like on? is your sound on? <laughs> yes, it is that's not a bad idea actually yeah oh you're I'm welcome oh I hope, hopefully i can see that online <laughs> yeah um creativity though right that's got to be a big part of a challenge as mm. you say for social um but it's what drives a lot of the engagement unless yeah. it's either like controversial really inspirational mm-hmm. um or it has to be that entertaining bit yeah in the middle and that's always the space where people struggle the most because it takes yeah. the most time to think about yeah i think that's true yeah do your team enjoy that challenge do they being creative yeah absolutely yeah just yeah. it's just about finding the time to be able to sit down and work it out yeah definitely um yeah and again, like as I said, like over the last kind of eighteen months to two years, we've gone gone through an energy crisis. Like mm. 
um, a lot of what we've been doing is is uh, you know, basically fighting fires and communicating with customers and giving bad news about price increases yeah. and things that have just been out of our hands because it's a wider global market. Um, so yeah, having a creative channel where we can tell good news in an entertaining way or be yeah. inspirational or yeah, yeah. any of those things is, is definitely something that everyone wants to get involved in. Yeah. Are you guys on TikTok? We are. We haven't got our TikTok game. Down no, yet. not yet. No, yeah, we are. We do. We have a. We have a TikTok, but yeah, we haven't really. Sussed it. Sussed it. I think it could be really good for us. Yeah, I do. Fair. I do as well. Because um, it, it, it is a, like an entertainment channel. Yeah. Um, and people look for tips on there. Like, I think you know, kind of sustainable environmental focused content does yeah, do really well. It does. Um, it's the channel that like. My, I personally have ended up spending much time on yeah. these days, for my shame. Um, yeah. But it's the one place that people actually say they 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 leave that platform feeling good about themselves. Yeah. Like because it's uplifting. Yeah, yeah. And it's amusing, and that's why I think people spend so much. It's not even doom scrolling now. You know, it's yeah. just, oh, I just can't stop looking because what the what if? It's the FOMO of what am I going to yeah, scroll totally. past? Yeah. Um, and that's what I love personally about TikTok. Um, but then how you transfer that into a business can often be difficult. But I definitely think Good Energy have the brand yeah. there. We just need to have work. a bit of fun with it, I think. Yeah. An experiment, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll get there, though. I think. You will. I'll be yeah. following you. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I could talk to you about so much more um, <laughs> if we had all afternoon. But I'd love... It, if you could um, summarise for the audience and for the listeners, um, your top tips for a purpose-led brand okay. on social. Um, so I think top tip would be first, don't be afraid, be bold um, to call people out, to call other you know, competitors out as we have. Yeah. Um, you know, to say things that might be challenging. Um, there's not really much point if you're if you're not doing that. I think um, the other would be just to have you know remember to have fun as well. Like yeah. you you know you're only going to find an audience I think if you are entertaining. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, telling stories. Um, you know, engaging with people on a kind of an emotional level. I suppose. Um, yeah, I'm not sure there are many other tips than that. Really, I like it. That's only two tips. No, it's fine. It's straight to the point. Um, <laughs> that was quite yeah, broad things, though. <laughs> be bold, be entertaining, have yeah. fun with it. Because otherwise, you know, you'll get bored of it. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. And also, just as an offset, like, do you, you, you said about TikTok, but yeah. do you use social media personally quite a bit? Uh, I, uh, depends on the channel. Yes. I don't, I barely ever look at Facebook anymore. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not especially on Instagram. My wife Same. is a real Instagram feed. Yeah. Um, I've always been more on Twitter, really. Um, slightly despairing <laughs> where it's going these days. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, still, still gripping on. Still gripping on, yeah. Um, and actually more, more and more LinkedIn as well, I suppose. That's good. Because, um, yeah, I think you do... You, you do get returns from actually the time and effort that you put in. I was going to say, when your time is so precious, I think LinkedIn for me delivers the yeah. most return for yeah. my time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yes. 
but it's 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 Twitter that I'll be doing scrolling and then I'll occasionally flick over to TikTok to cheer myself up. Yeah, nice. I like it. <laughs> Good takeaways there. Yeah. When you're feeling down on Twitter, go to TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, thank you so much. Um before we finish for this episode, we've got a social media fail to discuss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah, so um I think this was quite a while ago, 2015, Starbucks. Yeah. Um, using a hashtag, race together, I believe, um, talking about the issues of kind of uh, racial discrimination and um, clashes back in 2015 as a, as a coffee brand. Yes. I think they're just, the kind of fail is what right do you have to kind of talk about the topic yeah and just sort of barge on in there with your own hashtag yeah um and as you can imagine uh lots of people kicked off piled in it just became a kind of um yeah slanging match for for uh for starbucks yeah kind of rightly i agree (laughs) yeah i have to i have to agree i think with the whole kind of pr management Mm. on social it's about knowing the right time yeah and place to start Definitely. getting involved in those conversations. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your team, I know before we started recording, you're like, oh, my team is sending through a couple of suggestions for reactive content. Mm. So you have to think like these bigger brands, like who actually then suggests who's signing off, signing off yeah. on that? Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. And who, I suppose, who's signing off, but even if they are, do they really understand what they're signing off on? Yes. Um, I'll tell you, like, the reason that I chose that particular fail is actually because of some personal experience in a similar area. Like, long, long time ago, 2011, I think, I was working on a um, credit card brand that had a similar thing go wrong. Really? A hashtag campaign where, uh, essentially, you know, our hashtag, which we started using, um, the intention was that every every time it was used, there would be a donation to a charity made. Right. Um, 2011 wasn't that long after the kind of credit crisis, credit crunch not hugely positive feelings towards credit card brands just generally yeah. and although it was completely well-meaning lots of people jumped on the hashtag and started using it as a as a means to um yeah criticize to, to kind of criticize and attack the brand kind of fairly i suppose um but you know i was relatively young um kind of social media manager at the yeah. time quite daunted by all of this stuff uh, sure. and it turned out you know the kind of the senior team were absolutely you know just really frightened really? about what was happened because and they didn't understand how a hashtag worked no we're we talking about beyond the hashtag here like yeah yeah exactly they, they didn't you know just just delete the hashtag no no that that's work. not it's gone. no it's that's not yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's doing the same thing <laughs> no. oh my god um, yeah so what an experience fun. for you it was an experience but it yeah it taught me quite a lot i think yeah um quite early on about about uh not just you know, PR comms and what kinds of conversations that you can just step into as a particular brand, but yeah. also kind of stakeholder management and understanding, uh, you know, senior stakeholders and all that sort of stuff as well. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you're totally right. Who signed off? That, that as a concept. Starbucks campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it always makes me cringe. <laughs> but yes, anyway, remember, get, get the sign off and ask people, yeah. more than one person actually, about the uh, plausibility of something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, brilliant. Ian, thank you so much for your time. No really appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. Thanks very much. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Hashtag. Make sure you tune in to our next episode and hit the subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our amazing guests. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're at NLY Social. See you soon. Thank you.